From their endearing bleats and maz to their eco-friendly way of life and nose-to-the-ground work ethic, goats are ideal partners for an energy company like ComEd. ComEd, the energy provider serving 10 million customers across the Midwest and nearly 70% of residents in the state of Illinois. Welcome to Feedstuffs in Focus, our podcast taking a deeper look at big issues in the livestock, poultry, grain, and feed industries. I'm Andy Vance. Thanks for joining us. This episode of Feedstuffs in Focus is sponsored by United Animal Health, a leader in animal health and nutrition. You can learn more about United Animal Health and how they're working to advance animal science worldwide by visiting the website unitedanh.com. In this week's fun episode, Feedstuffs editor Sarah Muirhead talks with manager of vegetation management for Commonwealth Edison, Emily Kramer, about ComEd's goat turnship program. Yes, you heard that right. The goat turnship, which has returned for a second year, involves some 200 goats taking their place among the ComEd ranks. They're part of a targeted grazing program and serve as a safer, more sustainable way to clear the vegetation in some of the hard-to-reach terrain ComEd covers, therefore ensuring reliable power for its customers. On average, a goat can clear about an acre of land a week. In other words, the equivalent of what it would take a team of humans to do with machinery in the same amount of time but as you can imagine, the goats do it at a fair lower cost. To highlight this unique program, which was the first of its kind by an energy company in the Midwest, ComEd launched an educational social media campaign, the Goat Turnship, across its several social media channels. The Goat Turnship campaign chronicled the experiences of this unique summer workforce, sharing the backstories of individual goats with clever names like Selena Goatmez and the Great Goatsby, Playing off features the traditional internship experience, things like orientation, on-the-job training, and performance reviews. For a review and a little bit of fun with this week's story, here's Feedstuff's editor, Sarah Muirhead. The company actually is the first in the Midwest to employ goats for a program like this. Emily, I guess I guess you'd say you're the, uh, the goat expert at ComEd. So tell us a little bit what all does that entail and, and you know, more importantly, how did the program come to be? Well, I am no goat herder by trade, but I've been doing vegetation management for more than 20 years. And we have um, a lot of trees and vegetation to manage to keep the lights on. Trees are a significant cause of power outages, and we have a lot of work to do to prevent that from happening. And in this particular area, we've been managing vegetation there consistently. But the last time our team came through, they noticed that you know, this this area has some really difficult terrain. It's a right-of-way down in Pekin, Illinois, and there are some creeks and a river that goes through this area, and it's really hard to get to. And so the team was trying to come up with some better ways of managing the vegetation there that would be more safe. And uh, they looked into it, and they realized that you can hire goats. So they proposed the pilot and came up with the analysis that said, let's give it a shot. So we did, and it was a success. And so we've uh, invited the goats back this summer to do the work. Um, this is their second year here. We've got more than 200 goats grazing under these power lines, and it is a safer and more sustainable way to clear the vegetation. And you're really clearing the vegetation before it gets tall and starts to interfere with the lines? Absolutely. So in these areas, high voltage transmission lines are there and trees should not be growing in those areas. We encourage 
native vegetation that is compatible with the area that doesn't get taller than 10 feet, but trees come up from seed regularly. And so we've got the goats in there and they'll eat everything. So they do enjoy eating the, uh, the tree saplings that are coming up in that area, along with everything else. Yeah, they eat about anything, I believe. Um, and now your your goats are coming in from Iowa, and they're a larger frame goat. Is, is it Kiko goats? Um, so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, Kiko goats are a hardy breed, and they're known for their big appetites. The main type of vegetation we're looking for them to clear is trees, trees and shrubs, and um, they eat the leaves, and they'll even peel the bark off the tree. But they'll eat just about anything, including poison ivy and buckthorn, ragweed, and thistle. And um, those are types of things that actually make it harder for our people to get down the line in case they would need to get there to take a look at things. So they help with clearing the vegetation that will grow tall, and they'll also help with accessibility in those areas. Do you have any estimate on on what one of these Kiko goats could clear in, say, a week and, and how that might compare to, you know, like a team of folks going in there with, with machines to do the same job? Well, on average, a goat can clear about one acre of land a week, which is about equivalent to what a team of people can do with machinery in about the same amount of time. But it does cut the cost and time of clearing by more than half, but that also really reduces the safety risks for our crews because of the steep ravines in those areas. And it does offer a sustainable solution to clear the land with less herbicide than they would have had to use. These goats are really made for this type of land. They've got the four legs and they can balance their way down into those areas and um, it's much safer for them than it is for people. And I'm assuming you bring them in at certain times of the year, like during the spring and through the fall? We bring them in in the summertime. Um, They were here for about three weeks. They were here for about the same time last year. And then we brought them to the same area again this year. It's a repeat um, application of the solution. (laughs) Um, they, They ate all the leaves last year, and then we want them to eat those same areas this year and that repeated grazing essentially will keep well we want it to kill those plants we don't want those trees to come back and that's the way that they do it is by the repeated eating of the leaves on those trees they won't be able to produce the energy that makes the tree live and it's probably better that you have them in there every year to eat the plant while it's still younger um, and it's not a massive kind of um, structure that they're trying to eat through Absolutely. They're, they're, they're at the right height for the goats to eat. The goat will get up on its hind legs to get to the t- leaves on the top of those little um, small trees and uh, push them over so that they can eat the, the leaves at the top of those trees. But once they get to a certain height, then they wouldn't be effective. So they're really perfect for what's out there right now. So do you have like multiple herds then? Or is this like one big herd of 200 and some goats that are in one area? How do you kind of split that up or how's that work? So there's uh, one herd of 200 goats and they come in and they focus on one section of land. They get contained by portable fencing. So we concentrate the goats on one small problem area, about a half acre at a time, and then we move them to the next spot of land. We try and do this, they they just move them down the line uh, by containing them with the portable fencing as they go. This area that they've cleared is a about 13 acres and it has to be a package of area about at least 10 acres of land to really pay to have you know to make the investment worthwhile to bring in the goats because they do come in from Iowa to do this work for us. 
So is there like a goat herder that stays with them or they just fence them in, leave them, do the job and then move them on a little bit? So they um, are checked on every day by the company that takes care of them. They leave them with water. They got plenty to eat. They will nap in the shade. They're happy as can be out there, but they do get checked on. And then that once it seems like they've eaten everything in that one area, then they'll move them down the line and, and move the fencing with them. If they need to move them a, a, a ways, they'll load them back up in the trailer and move them to the next section. Cause there's, it's sort of a little bit spotty where we have them working. Any predator issues, say coyotes or anything that comes in that's a concern in that regard for the goats? My understanding is that by having 200 goats out there, it really protects them because it's a big group. It's not like you've got one one out there all on its own. So by having so many together, that's a protective aspect of having so many. Your goat churnship program is underway right now or it's wrapping up? What's the status at this point? The goat turnship is um, just finishing up and it's really a, a fun way of telling this story. You know, this is a serious job, but these goats are seriously good at it. And to tell the story in a compelling way, we're presenting the goats as ComEd summer interns. It's, it's really it's very pretty funny. It's very creative. <laughs> and you have an awesome video. I don't know if that's out anywhere, but it's great. Yeah, so they're, they're available on, uh, we've been uh, highlighting it on on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter accounts. We've got profiles of these goats, and they've made them into teams and presented sort of the summer project, and how they learn how to be teams, and they learn how to do group projects, and um, things like that. It's pretty silly the way they put it together, but it does make <laughs> us laugh, and it's a lot of fun, and it's a great distraction from, uh, you know, the serious stuff going on. Right. Oh, right exactly. Now perfect, in our... <laughs> perfect year for it, right? <laughs> but really, yeah. it's it's all about sustainability and a more green approach to, for sure. uh, to controlling the vegetations. So it's a positive, um, you know, across the board. Absolutely. Not only is it less expensive and it's safer for our employees, but it's good for the environment. We get um, animals out there. They're eating the stuff up. We get to use less herbicide and create a sustainable environment out there to keep the lights on. And as you indicated in the video, you know, what, what better, what better employment opportunities, right? I mean, you get snacks all day long and you're outside and, you know, all kinds of benefits to, to being a goat in your goat internship program. <laughs> so, for sure. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us today, Emily. For Feedstuffs, I'm Sarah Muirhead. Thanks again to Emily Kramer with ComEd for a fun look at a unique sustainability partnership in the energy industry. And thanks to Feedstuffs editor Sarah Muirhead for this week's story. You can read Sarah's latest reporting on a range of topics in the pages of Feedstuffs and by subscribing to the Feedstuffs Daily e-newsletter at our website. And thank you to our sponsor for this episode, United Animal Health, a leader in animal health and nutrition. You can learn more about United Animal Health and how they're working to advance animal science worldwide by visiting the website unitedanh.com. I'm Andy Vance, and you've been listening to Feedstuffs In Focus. If you want to hear more conversations about some of the big issues affecting the livestock, poultry, grain, and feed industries, Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platforms from Apple and Google to Stitcher or Spotify. And you can always check our website, feedstuffs.com, for future episodes. Until next time, have a great day and thanks for listening.